Trey Young, King of New York. He's a president, owner, CEO, GM of the New York Knickerbockers. He's the best player on that court. Can't tell me otherwise. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Out of the Berg podcast. I think I've pissed off a member <laughs> down there supporting <laughs> Arsenal. So shout out, shout out to Shamar. And then my, my other homie, Chris. Now, what's up, what's up? before we get to the, you know, uh, we get to the, you know, the, the controversy. Because, you know, somebody up here before we were recording was on, on my case or was about to get on my case. <laughs> How are y'all? I'm gonna let you answer first, Shamar. Hey, you know, I was ready to get this bad boy started. I'm ready to go. <laughs> oh, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get yeah, there. You know, uh, I've been I've been cool. I've been watching TV this week. So that's weird for me, kind of, honestly. Yeah. Uh this week's been a productive week. Uh you know, I don't think y'all know, but I had the issues, you know, I've for the Past few months, I've had issues with my back. Yeah. First time I was able to drive to my chiropractor, and my back felt almost back to normal. Solid. Yeah. So. That's yeah. solid. Yeah. So that that's a that's a plus. Um, what else? Uh, this morning, like I woke up really early. I I went. I had my second therapy session. A nice, nice night. Hey, yeah, it's good. There you go. Going smooth. Yeah. Great. 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 I like. I like it. Um. Um, down the line, we'll have uh, a series I'll be doing. Um, you know, a therapy sessions that I uh, it's in the works, it's in the works, it's in the works. It's not, you know, set in official yet, yeah. but uh, I'll be doing a therapy and life sessions, you know, kind of like a solo dolo, put it out there here and there. You'll see it, and it'll be hopefully insightful. But yeah, my week's been, you know, cool, man. That's productive, 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 you know. Yeah, man. Um, speaking of people that do need some help, Kwame Brown. <laughs> Kwame Brown. Now, this week, I don't even know. I was. It's not even this week. We have. We 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 should have been talking about Kwame Brown for about the past week or so. Yeah. I don't know how we missed that. He been going off on everybody that been talking about him. Stephen A. Smith. Uh, I think what, what did it root from? It, it rooted from Matt Barnes and Stephen Jackson. Yeah, it was their it was their uh, podcast or something. And I right? think uh, it was Jeannie Bus that had mentioned a trade about uh, the Paul Gasol, Kwame Brown, and I think Marcus Gasol trade years ago. And they were like, "That was just that wasn't a two player trade. That was a one player trade." <laughs> and then they were laughing. And then I think Gilbert, yeah, Gilbert went on there again, and they were talking about Kwame Brown, and he just. Has been on a tear. He's been going at everybody that's had something to say about him. Yeah. <laughs> what are your thoughts? What are your thoughts on him finally going off? Because he's been a running butt of a joke for years. Um, it's about time to be honest. Cause like they talk about him like he's the worst player to ever live. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure dude played for like a decade at least, I think. 13 seasons. Okay, see, even even longer, like. Average NBA season probably less than five years. I'm 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 say I'm say four years probably. All right, that's yeah good. yeah. Because like you you see guys come in like oh he might be good and then like you see he's in like the D league then you see he's never there again, and it'd be like that because like the league the league is a vicious place, 
And so for him to be there for over a decade, 13 years, as Peter just said, that's that's a pretty good career. Granted, he's not a great, he wasn't he wasn't like the best player to ever live, but he wasn't terrible. And like it, he was he was a role player. That I rather I, yeah, he it means he was a role player, knew his role, knew yeah. it well. That's what he did. <laughs> yeah. But he not he not he not he not trash out here. They just mad because they uh well well you know he had those small hands and he didn't he didn't do this and he didn't do that he didn't live up to this hype we thought he was gonna do this they're just like well yeah. you know, there's a lot of players that's like that but y'all just had too high expectations on this man yeah. probably crushed him to be honest yep yep Shamar if you want to go I mean to be fair he was the number one draft pick so it's yeah. not like oh you just, like, we just going to take whatever. Like, you got high expectations. Like, every number one draft pick does. And not every number one draft pick pans out to be great, I guess to say. Only a few of them, honestly. Uh, yeah. At, uh, what's his name that was drafted by Cleveland? Wallace yeah, uh, Bennett? Bennett? Yeah. Anthony Bennett, not in the league no more. Andrew mm-hmm. Wiggins, kind of a bum, low-key. This is, like, being number one draft pick really doesn't say much. It says they value how potential you, like, the potential you have in you, but that's not saying much. But Kwame Brown, hey, look, he's better than me at basketball. Only because he's taller than me. I think we're the same height. I think I dunk on him. That's either here nor there. I probably dunk on him right now. Kwame Brown, you know where to find me. Sham on the score while 12. Uh, yeah. So, hey, I mean, I think it's funny. I think he's actually pretty funny. Like, I wish he would have been clapping back when he was in the league. Because I think that would have been real entertaining. But now that he's clapping back now, it's like, damn, bro, you are actually kind of funny. Like, where, where, where has this been the whole time? Like, you've just been letting people join on you, join on you, join on you. For years. I don't know. Yeah, for years. Like, since you got drafted, dog. <laughs> since you got drafted, they've yeah. been on your ass. And now, all of a sudden, you just want to step up? Like, shout out to you for stepping up. But damn, bro, where has this been? Yeah. Um. Yeah, y'all, y'all have some good points. Like, I, I think the thing with Kwame Brown is, like, like you said, USC responded when he was in the league. I, I really feel like all of this is built up. I felt he's been feeling like this, mm-hmm. but like some yeah. people, they're, 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 there's a different way they like to respond. But I think, like you said, Chris, it's about time. Now, I don't like the delivery of his of his response because he, he's going a little too far. Like with me, you know how I joke. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh. Like I. I joke on. Like even the joke he did about Matt Barnes, Becky with the good hair. That was a great light skin joke. I'm not gonna <laughs> hold you. Great one. <laughs> but when you start saying, "Uh, Matt Barnes, Derek Fisher did this with your girl," you know what I'm saying? Like you drawing, yeah. a, and then you start saying, "Well, you confused because your daddy was, your grandfather was white, and you, you know, what I'm, you go on personal, and then you start saying Stephen Jackson." You know, was paying for whatever and and Charlamagne. Like I, I feel like I like the fact he's responding because if I'm retired and y'all still got your name in my mouth, I'd be like, damn, pick yeah. on one one of these bums right now. <laughs> Charlemagne was wrong too, though. No, Charlemagne was talking about his family. His son no, didn't even know about that. Stuff. As for Charlemagne, he deserves the uh, bozo of the week. Yeah, for that because that's too far. You don't put out somebody's family business, so. He, Many sound effects there, probably. Yeah, we'll put some sound effects because I have no idea <laughs> to give. But oh, yeah, man. Charlemagne, no, you don't put people's public business out there. But I'm with it. I'm with what Kwame Brown's doing. Now I don't like the personal shots, but if I'm retired and y'all still talking about me, 
dog. I'm not the worst. Like he's not the worst player. Like he's bad. He was. Don't get me wrong. He was bad. But yeah, yeah. But I'm but like he, like they make him sound like he was like absolute garbage, like trash. Like you can't but, put him on the court. But he but, was there for 13 years. But this. Yeah. But like my thing is he was bad. But but y'all have to because he because if you listen to what he's saying, no one ever put context to why all those situations happened. He wasn't supposed to be the number one pick. Probably not. <laughs> he was not. He was. Uh, Michael Jordan did not want to draft him. Michael Jordan wanted to use him for a trade for Elton Brand. Been a good pick. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So he did. Tyson Chandler and Paul Gasol were the second and third pick for that draft. He was not <laughs> supposed to. He was not supposed to be the number one pick. And when he went there, if the owner and the GM, who was Michael Jordan, Say hey, uh, I didn't want you, but the owner wants you. How the heck do you think Michael Jordan gonna treat the dude? Michael Jordan is the one that hired the coach. Mm-hmm. Put, put put the roster up. How do you think they're gonna treat the nigga they don't want? Like trash. And then he finds himself in L.A. with Michael Jordan 2.0, Kobe Bryant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> bro, bro, he just got the bad look of the draw. Bro, bro, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I feel like he he was bad. But, de- but dang it, like, dog, he don't have to be the butt of the joke all the time. There's this dude I played for Boston called, uh, what's his name? I forgot. Something, Sabre- I forgot. He was called the Gallagher White Mountain. Greeny? Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hey, don't, don't, don't disrespect the goat like that. <laughs> don't disrespect the goat like that. You see? Don't disrespect the goat. Don't call him. The- that dude was horrible, but we called him White Mamba. How? Because he was better, because he was the White Mamba. <laughs> But that's the thing, Kwame Brown is like, like dog. Y'all not being fair. Anthony Bennett, y'all ever see Anthony Bennett get talked about? He, no, I forgot about him honestly. Yeah, honestly, no. until this conversation, he, I forgot he, about him. And he's out of the league. So Kwame Brown, like, I, I like the fact that he's responding, but I just don't like the approach. Yeah, it's Word. just too much. Like, you should have left it with Becky with the good hair. He just. <laughs> Because <laughs> that's a yeah, great but I mean, like at that point, he's just like venting, like just years of yeah. just being like, "Yo, you trash, you trash, you trash." It's just like it just, you know, just constantly just kind of be being like berated as like the worst yeah. player to ever exist. Yeah, and Stephen A. Smith, I'm a little. Oh, man, no, no, I'm a little. I feel fifty fifty about him because <laughs> it's like I get it. You have to say these players are terrible. I mean, that's also, like, part of his brain, too. That's part of his job. Like, really. if... But you can't call somebody a bum because it's like, dog, they're playing... They're, they're there for a reason. Yeah. Are they a bum compared to Shaq? But I think that's the thing. It's like, you got to look at it relative to their counterpart. So, he, yeah, he is... Like, he's not a bum. Man, anyway, it means, like, he can go to a, any pickle game and give everybody buckets. But in relative to the NBA, I mean, he's bottom of the barrel. Okay, but to, but that's to us. But Kwame Brown's a bum to a Shaq. Kwame Brown isn't a bum if he's still in the NBA at, at those times. If you're still getting yeah. picked up, you're not a bum. Anthony Bennett's a bum. He's not in the league no more. <laughs> or he just got, he already got one hell of an agent that was able to finesse. But but I, I I feel like Stephen A, like I said, I'm 50-50 with Stephen A, because although I do agree, if somebody's playing terrible, you have to say it. You don't have to pronounce his name Kwame. Mm-mm. 
Yeah, you don't have to like it's like it's 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 one thing to double down, but it's another thing to like just like just like keep going on it and on it. Like when when it's already like you know like a problem. Yeah. Like, like okay, dude's dude's going off. I'm gonna let dude cool off over here, and then maybe we talk. Maybe we talk about it. Then see see where we go from there. He's just like nah. I'm a, I'm gonna pour some uh pour some gasoline on this real quick and see what happens. <laughs> and it's like dog. Just call him by his name properly. Like you don't have to make fun of people's names and 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 it's like I remember one time he was talking about what's his name. This is the probably the funniest thing I ever heard. Uh, uh what's the dude that played for the Spurs? Tall dude, white dude. Uh, Matt Bonner. Oh, uh, uh yeah, no, Matt, Matt. Oh, oh no, Bonner. Oh, Splitter? Okay. Yeah, it was either that or Armando Ginobili. Ginobili in the 2013 finals. He was like. He was like, I haven't seen a player so impotent offensively. I was like, why are you using the word impotent to describe somebody's <laughs> basketball play? That's just like, what? <laughs> what do you like? Stephen A. Smith, like, although it's funny, it's like, dog, you put the gaslighter on. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. it's, but it's, but that's it. That's why I say I'm 50 50 because he's not necessarily lying. Because if the player is terrible, you have to say it. But then impotent, is that really the... <laughs> no, but, like, that's literally his thing now, though. It's like he yells at people probably more than he really should have to ever to ever get any type of point across because he just gets on to a point where he's just nagging. Yeah. And then and then he'll be, like, using, uh, you know, like, his word of the day vocabulary, which oh him and T.I. just apparently share him for and, some reason. And him and T.I., uh, uh, the, <laughs> the, 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 I'm going to get a goal. The audacity, <laughs> the, the all these big words. Uh, uh, what's the one that Ti always says? Expeditiously. Expeditiously. <laughs> Name his podcast. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, like I, I don't know. I, I think Kwame Brown is right for you know standing up for himself. I just think he, there's a better way to do it. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because because again, he just lashing out at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 a lot. I appreciate the Matt Barnes light skin joke because that was like I said, it's funny. But going personal and and then talking about Stephen Jackson's personal business and then talking about Gilbert like the way you and then Charlemagne, you you deserves that because you yeah. put your personal business out there. But all the rest of the stuff, I don't know, I'm not with it. You know what I'm saying? You know. But yeah, that that's it for Kwame Brown. Ho- hopefully, we can find a way to monetize this because you know. Hey. Make your money, dog. No fingers crossed. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, but speaking of um, other things and, you know, greatness, you know, DMX. Y'all heard me play the album before we on here. Now, Mm -hmm. I don't know if if Shamal, you heard it. Nope. Come on, dog. (laughs) What kind of question is that? Do I listen to me? You know what, but if it's Drake, but if it's Drake, you know, I know you. No, no, you know. It was Drake. You know what's, no, you know what's crazy? One of my coworkers actually listened to an episode of the podcast. And she was like, so she said the same thing. Like, so you don't listen to Drake? I was like, no, I really don't listen to music as it drops. So let me put that out there. Mm. So even if it was Drake, like, I got to be in the mood to, like, re-listen to new music. So, like, over time, I have listened to, like, songs from the J. Cole album. I haven't listened to it all the way through, but I listen to songs. Good songs. Well, great songs. I actually like it. So it's not like, oh, it's because it's Drake. I'm going to listen to it immediately. Like, nah. Honestly, I don't give a fuck. But Drake, if you know, if you want me 
If you want to sponsor your boy, I'll listen to the album right now if you need me to. Yeah, uh, mood you have to be in, you know. You have to nah, 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 ain't no mood. It's just uh, I'm not that. Yeah. Okay, okay. I feel that. All right. That'd be right, sometimes too. Depending on yeah. artist. Yeah. What are your thoughts on the DMX project, Chris, before I speak? Uh, it felt very DMX, like just all the way through. Like, just like, and it, it, it just, you know, I don't know if I would have felt like such great emotion for if he was still with us, but like, it just, just like every song through and through is just like, wow, this is straight DMX. Like, like, I, I don't know how to describe it any other way, but like, this is, this is DMX. Like, if you listen to a DMX project through and through, you know he's on it just because it's like DMX. Mm-hmm. I, I know I keep saying his name, but it's just, X. It's, it's, it's no way to describe it except like it's DMX right there, and then like we got to the two songs, two songs closer to the end, and I'm I'm not even gonna hold you. They I didn't I didn't cry, but I could have because those those caught me talking about his uh his kids. Yeah, his, hey, man. It, it was talking talking about talking about you. You can still call dad. It's not too late, bro. I was like, wow, that. That was that that I felt that yeah. I was I was I was uh working out when I when I first heard that too. Mm-hmm. I just like I had to stop because I was like, dang, <laughs> that was that was a everything right there. That yeah. was uh, I had to just like sit down and just like think. And I was just like, dang. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Chris. This this album was the S. Shout out to Swiss Beats, by the way. Swiss Beats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did his thing. The production on this was 10 out of 10. You did your thing. You you did if X is up there looking at you like, yeah, he held it, he held me down. But man, um obviously I'm a huge DMX fan. So the expectation because he's not really in his prime anymore, the expectations aren't like for a J. Cole album. You dig? And after seeing all the features on there, I'm just like, it's gonna be a decent album, you know. I'm not gonna make too much of it, you know. It's, it's still DMX, I'm one of my favorite rappers, but in the first song with the locks, I was like, okay, it's some D- this is this is it's some vintage DMX, mm-hmm. and then that's and then that second song with Jay Z and Nas. Mm-hmm. You know, honestly, normally I don't even like that combination. It, it is a weird combination because they're mm-hmm. three different. Rappers, but no, I'm not even talking about that. Just Jay Z and Nas, because just normally they just doesn't feel like they mix together on a track usually to me. Yeah, I, I actually feel the opposite. I, I like I, I like how I mean, if you ask me this, maybe like maybe 10, 15 years ago, I would have been like a Jay Z Nas. I don't know how that worked, but I think because they've grown, they sound a little like they're in the same space when they're rapping. Whereas 10, 15 years ago, Nas was very conscious. Jay-Z was like a show-off rapper. So, you know, but I, I, I like their combination on this record. Although I thought Nas bodied Jay-Z on that song. Yeah, he did. <laughs> and DMX did, did, did some DMX stuff. But, you know, like song, a song like Hold Me Down. For me, who's going to therapy, that song, like, he's like it's like speaking to me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's real. Like, you know, like DMX, like people, when they listen to DMX, they just see the dude as, you know, you know, like aggressive, you know. I really listen to his like lyrics. So when he's saying like real stuff of like how he felt, how he feels, or what made him the way he he is, that's just like, yo, like, you know, I I really liked, you know, 
a lot of these songs and like, you know, even the song with Wayne and Moneybag, yo, Moneybag, yo, was, Wayne and Moneybag, yo, were just the, st- kind of the ones I was sleeping on feature wise, but they, yeah, see, I didn't even look at the, uh, I didn't even look at the uh, track list when I just played it. Cause I, I like to be surprised. Yeah, so I just played it and I, I, I could I could see I could see a Wayne on there, but when I when I heard Moneybag Yo, I was fairly surprised. And then when I looked on the uh the uh description for each track, it was like it was actually supposed to be Pop Smoke, but it got leaked. I was like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Been, it was supposed to be that been tough. If, if it was Pop Smoke, I would have lost my mind. Pop Smoke and DMX. Yeah. We talk, remember a couple of weeks ago we we're talking about um who who would be as hard as DMX? Yeah, Pop Smoker. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. But man, um, the song Scott, even him doing the song with Bono. Yeah. Who knew? I didn't. I didn't. I didn't know they were. I think. I think in the description for that one, they said they were friends or something. I don't, yeah, they like, were cool. Oh, they, wow. they got cool. So that's dope. This, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, this musically was his most diverse uh, project. I don't. I'm never gonna say it's better than the first two albums because. No, but it's just like through and through, though. It just felt like something like he put together and probably enjoyed making. Yeah, yeah. It, it was honestly musically it's his most diverse project. But yeah. like you said, getting you towards. Have, uh, oh, go ahead. I was like getting towards the end. Mm-hmm. Um, walking in the rain. Yeah. And then um, the last track, which is the last like like really rap with the song with Usher, mm-hmm. uh, "Letters to My Father." Those two songs, and I'll even cl- include the song with Alicia Keys, Hold Me Down. Those three songs were yeah, like... Yeah, 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 that one too. I thought that was Alicia. Yeah, yeah, those three songs were like, they hit home. Especially the song he's talking to his son because... Yeah. He, he made that song to his eldest son. Yeah. If you know, like, his son, him and his son, like, they had a thing a couple years ago where they were on uh, Ayana Fix My Life, and they had their issues. So to see him talk to his son the way he did... And now that he's passed on, that gave me chills because it's like, I look at it like, from somebody that's lost their father, mm-hmm. I feel like that's my father talking to me. Because I can relate to that kid, you know what I'm saying? Where like, you're on your mother's side, you know, when, you know when your parents beefing, sometimes you're on your mom's side and your dad's just like, why you want her? You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I could, I could see how, I could feel how that, not necessarily how DMX feels, but I can feel how his son feels. Yeah. So that I was like, damn. That that song hit me really tough. I almost cried when I heard that song. So that one definitely. But yeah, I mean, overall, man, this DMX project, I don't like to call it nothing classics or nothing quickly. But I'm it's gonna be one. I won't say it's necessarily like musically, like 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 just work-wise a classic, but just like I guess I don't, I don't know how to say maybe maybe emotionally, or or just I I don't like it like I agree with you like a classic but like not in like the sense of like yo I'm listening to this for like straight whatever whatever because it's, it's not nothing straight on here it's just because it, like you said a very varied like piece of work by DMX to say the least mm-hmm. but it's just like it would be a classic for like DMX fans, I guess you could say, because this 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 truly feels like a farewell letter, and then yeah, it, this and is, it wasn't really supposed to be. Yeah, this is for like I remember I was talking in the group chat, you know, I was telling I was telling them like, you know, I was telling them, yo, peep the album, you know, it's dope, but like 
I told, you know, especially, you know, Javon, it's probably not for you. You know what I'm saying? It's not mm-hmm. like it's I don't think this would be for you or like other people in there because it's like it's for certain type of rap fans. You know what I'm saying? You know, you like a song like Hood Blues, I don't expect that many people to like. <laughs> if you're not a DMX fan, you wouldn't get Hood Blues. The song with uh Griselda. Yeah. That song's so hard, man. <laughs> I think that's my I think that's my I think that's my favorite song on the track. No, no, no. That song's so hard. Shout out to the Griselda boys. But yeah, I like this album a lot. This is going to be on repeat. Kind of like the J. Cole album. I'm not going to say it's better than the J. Cole album because I say J. Cole's in his prime. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? DMX is 50, but he's 50 doing this, like, mm-hmm. which is a test to his legacy. But you said I'm 50 years old doing this for a reason. <laughs> you said, yeah. Yeah. That was, that was when DMX started talking. Mm-hmm. Man. But yeah, man, I, I like this album a lot. I love shout out to Swiss Beats, man. He gave us something special with this. Yeah. It's sad that he left the way he left, you know, even knowing because like I, I couldn't even when I told you I relate to that that son, mm-hmm. I couldn't imagine my dad being a rapper making a song like that. We have a messed up relationship, and then I hear that after he died. Although I can relate, I can't relate to that aspect of it. Yeah. So shout out to his son, Xavier, and his whole his whole family, actually. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully they, you know, they get the peace they can get and, you know, stream this album. It's, it's good, you know? It's not for everybody, but it's good. But Shamar, you know, listen to some of these, these DMX records, you know, they'll toughen you up, not this Drake stuff. <laughs> get you all... Keep talking that talk. So we'll get we'll, 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 actually what since we talk about rappers, Mount Rushmore's of the 2010s. <laughs> so uh the certified fluffy, you know, certified lover boy. The goat. Yeah, you know, actually you can great rapper, great musician, you know. Drake, the goat, teacher's own, Kendrick Lamar, second place, J. Cole, third place. They're considered the big three of this era. Now, right. a meme or whatever, or a picture was like a Mount Rushmore and a question mark, but who's the fourth person? Now, mm. who do y'all think should be the fourth person on that Mount Rushmore? Do you mean like just like, like influence-wise? Uh, I would say everything, everything that in the 2010s, like impact, sales, mm. everything. Impact and sales. Oof. Impact, sales, legacy, everything. The music, quality of music, everything. In the 2010s? Yep. I might say Meek Mill. Ooh. That, that, that is, a, I'm not going to be mad. I'm not mad at that pick. Nah, that pick I like that, low key. That pick is not because 2010s, man. He had, uh, he had, he had all three of his, uh, all three of those mixtapes, or a four, there's a four mixtapes. You know what I'm talking about? Dream Tasters? Yeah, the Dream yeah. Tasters mixtapes. Those joints went crazy, man. Still go that's crazy. Good, yeah. That's a good pick. I didn't even think about me. Now, now, before I let Shamar go, my only pushback on that is he had a beef with somebody on that Mount Rushmore. And that well, that's why he's not number one. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> you know, this is why he's, and, he, and, he gotta and, earn his spot. He and gotta the boy earn his spot. That, that was on that Mount Rushmore, man, he made Dawson Brothers look bad. Yeah, fuck 
<laughs> he made us make you made us look bad. Shout out to horrible, make you made us bad. but make you made us look not bad. really. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> but, that's, but I don't. I'm not mad at that because he did come back after that. Championships. Yeah. I love that album. But Shamar, honestly, I was thinking Nicki. Ooh, that yeah. I was thinking yeah, Nicki. I think you're right. Yeah. Just, just, yeah. just, just pure influence wise. She's huge. Um, actually, yeah, Shamar. That, that that is that is valid. I'm saying I'm not even that big of a Nicki fan, but like just the impact, like when she, her and Jake was, her and Drake was really popping, like YMCMB, like that whole early 2010s, mm-hmm. like that was like oh shit. And even now, people still consider her like the greatest female rapper, yeah, alive. That's, that's, well, not I mean, like of all time. That shouldn't stay alive, like of all time. So yeah, yeah she's the most successful. Yeah, most definitely. Um, most definitely. definitely the most successful female rap star of all time. Um, yeah, I, li- I like the Nicki pick. I-, I actually I'm leaning to. I probably would say Nicki, but I'm gonna just be one of those dudes. Future could also be. Yes, yeah, another one. Yeah, and yeah. I hate I-, I hate that I have to say this, but Future ha- has to be considered in that because because that uh, what was it Dirty Sprite Dirty, Dirty Sprite, Sprite too? dog dog when I came to Frostburg, bro. Everybody was on that dirty spring too. Son, I remember my first semester. I heard that album everywhere in people's cars, in people's dormitories, everywhere. And I didn't even go to no party then. But yeah, you know, what was. Yo, that spring two was a monster. And then, like, I feel like if we to say like a uh, honorable mention, or rather, if I had to have one, other than you know, like lyrically wise, because I got I got like two or three lyrically wise, I think. That could mm-hmm. definitely go up there, but uh, I would say maybe like a logic, just because like was it like 2015 that he kind of like just broke out? Then everybody's just like, yo, you heard that new logic? Just like you've never even heard of logic till yesterday, yeah. but now everybody in America has list- heard like his second album somehow. Yeah, and everybody wants to claim him. Yeah, logic. <laughs> he could be an honorable mention. Um, Cause I think the song that really pushed him was the uh, the suicide record. Yeah, but I'm talking about like after his second album, what was that? Uh, uh, something true story, uh, incredible true story. Oh, oh yeah, incredible okay. true story. After after that dropped, uh-huh. it seemed like everybody. Cause like I used to only know like just just being real. Like I would hear like like uh, like Latino dudes and black dudes would play Logic and selective groups. <laughs> Like, no, being for real, just like that, that's all we hear. And then, like you know, like the one, uh, then like token white dudes are probably playing. And then, like it just be like out of nowhere, just like every everybody in Frostburg, like just playing Logic and be like, yeah, you know, this, that, and the third about Logic. Yeah, you know, I've heard Logic since this day. It's like, no, you haven't. <laughs> like, yeah, it's it's wild because none none of these people talking about uh, none of this junk Sinatra stuff. But then as soon as the uh, Incredible true story come out like the internet go crazy. Yeah. Uh speaking of logic, shout out to Rodrigo. I actually got I knew of logic before because mm-hmm. he was freestyling with the Rubik's Cube. He used to do mm-hmm. that. And like that was cool. But I think Rod was the one that was playing him a lot for me to like, oh he was playing his mixtape stuff, which was yeah, me. yeah and that's early 2000. Like I remember listening to the mixtapes in high school. Yeah, yeah, elite, which is Elisa. So I like I like the logic pick. You know another pick I, I thought of? Big Sean. Yeah. Yeah. Big Sean. Yeah. I really think he had 
Big Sean's a funny kid because I felt like he had everything. I just feel like well, for him, it's kind of like it's like the early, it's like early two thousands and like end of the two thousands, you know, or, or not two thousand, like two thousand ten is kind of like you know yeah, I mean? I, I, yeah, because he he had the thing with uh, my last with Chris Brown, um, and I don't control ever, and control control that was, that was stupid, but but that was a Kendrick thing. I know, I know, but like still, he was on that though, but I. I for a record, and this is why I, I kind of like hip hop is kind of messed up. For a record that you're on, for nobody to be talking about you, and they be talking <laughs> just about Kendrick. That's just. I feel like that's really why he got upset. To be honest, because hey, he even I mean, addressed it. He's like, there was no real beef there to begin with. He was just there was mad. No beef. No, there was no beef. But I, like, he had the "I don't f with you" record mm-hmm. was in the middle, and then he had some other uh, stuff after. His, his relationship with Janine Yaiko, his album, his mixtape last year was good. But I just yeah. think he never took that leap that um, Cole, Drake, and um, Kendrick did. Yeah. So, but definitely, he's a good pick. Uh, who, who else is on my mind? I just thought of somebody. I mean, Wale. ASAP. Oh, Wale is a good yeah. one, too. Yeah. But it's the same thing. I think a lot of these guys were just popping, like, when we were all in high school. Yeah. But as we got to, like, college, it just, like, it just seemed like they just started, like, fading out. But not like they fade out, but they're just they didn't gain as much like popularity as like the big the big three did. Wale is the most stagnant rapper ever, bro, and, and not, yeah. not even not like like uh, uh in a bad way. It's just like he's just like I guess you could say kind of like Rick Ross, like he's nobody's like favorite rapper per se in a way. That is a good. But it's like everybody likes everybody likes one. Wale though. Yeah, you just mentioned another good one in praise of Wale. Rick Ross is another yeah. great pick. <laughs> <For real? laughs> Rick Raw, but he has that same problem where before the 2010s, mm-hmm. if you look at when he came out 2006 to like 2010, because that's to me Rick Ross at his best. Nobody would say Rick Ross is their favorite rapper. Mm-hmm. It'd be T.I., it'd be Wayne, it'd be who else? Uh, Jeezy, Ludacris. Lucy depend on the circles you win. Lucy, yeah. Boosie's <laughs> for the street dudes. But like, no one was ever claiming Rick Ross. So I agree that's a good point. No one really claims Wally like that. Even though he's been consistent. No, like, like that's what I'm saying. He's mad consistent. Like, I don't feel like his quality of work has gone down at all. It's just, it's like, just like the exact same people that have been messed with him still mess with him. And just like, not a lot of new fans for him. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so I mean... What okay, so if we had to agree on one person you would put in, because I think the uh the little the FBA chat we have, we agreed on Wale. Oh Wale. Um, really? We agreed on Wale, yeah. We agreed on Wale. I don't I, I was Wale, but his influence is not, you know, yeah. I wasn't really as big a hundred percent on that because I didn't because when we were talking about it, we didn't even mention Nikki. After the fact, we we said Nikki. Of course, that, like, that chat's mad DMV though, so I okay, it makes sense. Yeah, but just as a podcast, who would you put in that fourth slot if we had to agree? I think I'm gonna have to agree with y'all on Nikki. Cause like I felt like Meek was a strong candidate, but Nikki definitely blows him out the water. Yeah, I have to go Nikki. Oh. Yeah, there's gotta be hell with me. I said Nikki, so yeah. I guess that's yeah, yeah, my yeah. decision. Yeah, right there. Jamar, you get the credit for saying Nikki. Yeah, most definitely. <laughs> I wish we could put Big Crit there though. He don't get the respect he deserves. Uh, Big Crit, I want uh. see Big Crit. I, I put him, and this is because people are going to be like, oh, my God. I put him in the box with Pusha T, Rhapsody. That makes where, sense. Where the Rhapsody like, was another one I would like to put up there, but, you know. I put them there because they're dudes that are like, they're not looking for that big four status. They just, 
they what they just do what they like to do. And whatever, you know, however you rank them, they they cool with it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I don't put them in that light. But Rhapsody for Yeah, sure. Crip, I know Crip Ben said that. Said, uh, wouldn't give King the South to Andre 3000? <laughs> why, why would you give it to me type stuff? <laughs> well, that's, that's true. Yeah. But yeah, Big Crit's a good good pick. I, I like that. I like that. But yeah, um, as a podcast, we decided to give it to Queen Nicki Minaj. Uh, LeBron decided to give it to Future. Really? <laughs> yeah, he decided to give it. Nicki actually checked him for that. It was funny. Mm. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, as the Out of the Bird podcast, we're giving it to Nicki Minaj. Yeah. It. But you have to go to the next segment. You know, I have to. I have to catch. I have to get people. Bozo of the week. Ugh, let me stretch. <laughs> I, gotta, I have to. I have to come for a couple of people. So the NBA fans, man. Why are y'all trying to ruin a good thing? We haven't been able to get out of, out of our households for how many months? Forever. Forever. <laughs> y'all got vaccinated or not got vaccinated. Y'all in these... The NBA said we can now take a certain amount capacity of fans. Y'all can come in now. You would think y'all would know how to act. But maybe the pandemic got y'all tripping. Y'all was, you know, being alone too long got y'all and messed up in the head. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Something that, uh, oh, no, go ahead. In D.C. No, I actually wasn't in D.C. I'm tripping. It was in Philly. In Philly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Russell Westbrook hurts his ankle. They have to help him off the court. Our Philly fan thought it was really smart to pour popcorn on him. While he's leaving the... Why would you do that? You wouldn't do that to Russell Westbrook on the street. Mm-hmm. If you saw Russell Westbrook's reaction, it was like a street dude. He, ready to, he mm-hmm. was ready to whoop that dude. Like, do y'all want the Malice in the Palace 2.0 just to, so they can remind y'all? I want it. Like, it ain't, it ain't like, dog. Don't put, like, Philly. I know y'all Philly fans is crazy out there. Mm-hmm. I, don't want to, I, I really, I'm, I'm doing, I'm a podcast. I just talk. I'm not looking for no smoke right now. You know what I'm saying? But why? You know what I'm saying? And then to New York. Now you know me. I'm rocking with Derrick Rose. I'm with the New Yorkers. And I'm <laughs> with all the I'm I'm with all the Trey Young slander. The F Trey. I'm with it. <laughs> I'm with it hundred percent. The nerd needs to be disrespected. The dweeb Don't disrespect the king of New York. Stop it. Don't disrespect <laughs> the king of New York. Don't disrespect the king of New York. The king of New York. Oh, what queen of the... Ain't, ain't no king, the of, the king of New York The king ain't of New York. Ain't no king of New York. They kiss his feet when he steps in the Madison Square Garden. Like, oh, my oh, God. It's oh, Trey oh, Young. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. They bow down on their knees. Ain't no Elderbarge-looking dude king of New York. Elder Barnes, <laughs> please. <laughs> Elder Barnes, nerd-looking dude, King of New York. I, I never put that connection together. <laughs> That's like, don't disrespect the King okay. of New York. Like that. Come on, you know, I'm listen. See how I'm joking? I'm calling him a dweeb, a nerd, Elder Barnes. You know, I'm not even going to say the other light skin jokes because I could go on. Y'all know me. I leave it there. However, a courtside fan thought it was smart. 
just spit on him. No, that's that. You see, it, why? Like that's you can call him all the names you wanted. I just called him a bunch of names. Why spit on him? That's what. No, nah, people was disgusting, man. That's, yeah, that's, that is honestly. And, and you know the craziest thing? Fifty Cent was right there. <laughs> Imagine if Fifty had that spit on. Oh my lord, Fifty Cent. He would have beat you up, then sued you for everything you got. <laughs> like, for bodily harm. I really don't know what y'all fans is thinking. <laughs> like, I'm from a, I'm from a, I'm from a day where if you spit on somebody or you throw food on somebody, be prepared to fight. Be prepared to throw these, but like, be prepared for the worst. That's mm-hmm. the ultimate disrespect. But yeah, man, you fans are out of control. I have to, I have to defend my brother Russell Westbrook, and you know. El DeBarge today. The king of New York. Because it's, it's it, yeah, because it's out of, <laughs> it's out of, you know. Yeah. Just, yeah, I'm no, afraid. they, they, they did entirely too much type of, uh, you know, like give them inch, they take it a mile type stuff, but like they took it like all the way around the world. <laughs> Cause that was, that was way too much, bro. And Russell was about to kill that dude. Yeah, yeah it was really- they gotta let the they gotta let one let one player fight. It don't matter who you can let the worst fighter, the worst NBA fighter, let them go at it. Just mm-hmm. let them go at one fan, yeah, just to set the tone. Like, yo, we not rocking with it. Yeah, Russell man. ain't gotta fight good. He just big. He built like bro, a- that, bro. One punch, I'm going. I, if I'm a fan, I'm going down. Russell Westbrook, I love that dude's energy. The way he was mad was just mad. I I, I could feel it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I can feel it from somebody, you know, that's been pissed off. But like he was a solid 200 pounds of muscle, too. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, man, to all those fans, to all you disrespectful fans that feel like you can spit on people and pour popcorn on you, on people, you know, shout out to Trey. I mean, shout out to Russell Westbrook and Trey L. DeBarge Young. Balls of the week goes to you fans that try to take it to another level. Sound effects, please. Yeah, somewhere. somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I had to. Uh, uh, y'all actually got me to defend Trey Young. Right. I mean, you just defend the king of New York as you should. <laughs> I'm. I'm. De- listen, El DeBards can never be king of New York, man. Y'all Bro, see where the uh, governor of New York came out? Yeah, he's talking that, about that's he, how you know he's the king of New York, bro. He he got the governor <laughs> of New York. Uh, listen, you're sounding like Javon right now, please, bro. Please. Bro, I mean, why king would you like York. the king Derrick of New Rose. York? Derrick Rose ain't doing shit. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Repeat Stop that. It. He ain't doing shit. We'll we'll see them. Well, Derrick this Rose podcast comes what? out Monday. Well, this podcast comes out Monday. So look, Respect Sunday we'll Derrick see. Rose. <laughs> Respect that, Derrick Rose. Shut up. I just did. King of New York, Trey Young, dog. Talk your shit, dog. Tell him, meet me in the A-Town, bro. He said, Dirty <laughs> South. Andre 3000 in the mouth there. A dweeb that's talks, that talks like that just needs a nice wedgie. This needs a nice <laughs> Put it on top of his head. And just, oh. Bro, hey, it's a new vibe. It's, not, Steve Peter, it's not the nines anymore where the cool kids like or the cool kids. Uh, no, no, uh, it's a smart uh, nigga. It's uh, a smart uh, niggas that are the cool listen, kids. The, the dweebs uh, that you speak of. Apparently, the nerds are taking over. And we, yes, we are. Talk your shit, Trey. This was back in the day. If DMX was here, um, you know what? You know, I'm he's still the king of New York. I'm listening to DMX. (laughs) Still the king of New York. I don't give a fuck. Ain't no Jay Z. Jay Z not the king of New York. Ain't no Nas. Ain't no Nicki. Nicki the queen. No, not she the queen of New York. But Trey Young, the king of New York. 
And you heard it here first. So our fans, our New York Knicks fans, there you go. If you need somebody to slander, here he is. Man, look, hey, which one of you, which one of you little brothers like Dylan, right? Dylan, look at me. Oh, God. Trey Young, <laughs> King of New York. He's a president, owner, CEO, GM <laughs> of the New York Knickerbockers. He's the best player on that court. Can't tell me otherwise. Hey, hey Dylan, I'm going to make a real of this. Please share this. <laughs> And finally, human this. He's going so hard for Chico Eldebarge, man. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to the next topic. Chico Eldebarge. Oh, oh man, I'm losing my. Oh, let me get it. No, this is really King of New York. Stop it. Okay, okay, okay. Speaking of King and Queens, well, this dude ain't really a king. He's Get to my dang nerves. Future. Uh, this is this is the Twitter trending topics, by the way. We found about three, four topics that you know before the show, just to you know, talk about. So Future apparently threw some shots at Laurie Harvey and Michael B. Jordan. Uh let me let me paraphrase because I don't know the lyrics to high. I'm not a future guy, as you know. Um, he said something to the lines where of you know. Uh, you should have told Steve Harvey you begging to take me back. Yeah, you're dating a lame. And I'm just like, future, you just I, I don't like you. After what you did with Scotty Pimpin's wife, I don't like you. I'll never like you. And you putting it on record. So what 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 like I know Tupac may have did it back in the day. It'd be oh Peter, it's Tupac did it. You don't have a problem with that. But is this this is unnecessary? I'm just not with it, man. Every t- like you just the king of toxic. Uh, 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 if if the if toxic nigga was in a dictionary, your face would just p- appear. Mm-hmm. Like I just don't. I'm not with all this stuff, man. Yeah. Anybody else want to speak? Yeah, I mean, like it, it's it's uh, like it, it if it feels like a future type thing to do. It feels like you know, he would do something just to be petty like like this. So I mean. It's not. It's not really much else to say except uh, future. Just you know, being his best self. <laughs> yeah. What well, What was that song? Um, I forgot the name of the song. Where he was like, "I'll just fuck the uh, and some Gucci flip flops." Oh. Uh, oh that? yeah, I don't know the name, but that's that's the only lyric I can tell you from that yeah. song. Yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot the name of the song, but he and Metro Boomin did like an interview on that, and he was like, "Yo, I don't mean to be disrespectful, but you know, I actually was, you know, effing." The, you know, and the Gucci flip flops, and you know, then I went and did the song. I'm like, yeah, see, that's what I mean. Like, future, <laughs> future gonna be future, regardless of the situation. I really hope it's not, but it, it, oh, so you you really did that to somebody, girl? Oh my god, so these dudes is different, bro. Like, he's he's different, man. Like, and he has he just has a past, like even with like. I remember one time they said he had jumped, he had got Bow Wow jumped one time because they were with the same baby mother. It's, he's just a, yeah. a, a different <laughs> breed, bro. But yeah, enough, enough of Future Hendrix or whatever his name is. Um, speaking of real love and real music, Mary J. Blige was inducted in the Apollo Walk of Fame. What are your thoughts on Auntie Mary getting in there? Uh, it makes sense. Like, 
I mean, I don't, I don't really know what else to say. Just like it, it makes sense. Like it feels feels kind of like one of those things that's kind of like inevitable for her. Yeah, Mary, she's the uh, I always say she's the queen in arm being soul. Nobody yeah. can touch her. She she's like the only she, she held it down for so long too. Yeah, she's she. Did, I always tell people if she was in the verses, nobody want to see Mary J. Blige. I'm just being real with you. Nobody. I don't care what era. What time? Nobody wants yeah. to see Mary J. Blige. Nobody. But thoughts, Jamar? Hey, shout! I mean, shout out to Mary. You know, did her thing. It's something well, well earned, well deserved. And hopefully, she has many more Hall of Fame inductions coming in the near future. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, she she will. She will. She's she's definitely, you know, one of the goats of. This 90s R&B, this R&B in general, so salute to her. Now, uh, I actually have one to add here off the top of my head. I just, I said versus battles. Tomorrow, before we get into, because uh, this could little, low-key be a, a little of this or that, because we have one more thing, but Swiss Beats and Timberland are battling tomorrow. Who y'all got? And I don't know. I feel like it's 20 songs, right? Yep. Right. Watch them. I feel like they're going to do some stupid shit and probably call it a draw. That'd be, that'd be stupid. It, it feels like it's good. I, I ain't hold you because Swiss Beats put out this X project mm-hmm. and all the energy to DMX and stuff. Timberland, bro, you gonna have to bring some heat. But he's got heat. I'm about to say, yeah, no, he know, got it. We know, we know, but the en- right now the energy is more on Swiss's side because of everything promoting DMX and everything. Yeah. So I'm just saying, Timberland, because I'm if you ask me personally, I'm picking Tim. Tim, my guy. When it comes to producers, Timberland's my favorite. So I gotta, I gotta go with Tim. The Aaliyah bag, the Justin Timberlake bag, the Jay Z bag, his stuff Word. with Missy. Yeah. Still <laughs> <No>, though. <laughs> but Swiss Beats is also I mean, he. I know his bag too. His his DMX bag is obviously huge. His yeah. Swiss, uh, his uh, Jay Z stuff. Yeah, stuff Cassidy, with Wayne too. Wayne. Uh, God, it's bad deep too. That, that's what I'm saying, bro. I'm just trying to think of all Ti too. Ooh, bro, yeah, it's good. Mm. That's gonna be a good one. Yeah, but I'm I, I'm a lean. I'm a lean because if we look at diversity, although um Swiss has, although Swiss has a huge bag, his bag is more concentrated in hardcore hip hop, hardcore yeah. street stuff. Yeah, Timberland could take you to the streets. Timberland could take you to the club. Timberland, Timberland could take you to another planet. Yeah, literally. <laughs> like Timberland's production is like so unorthodox. Like he got stuff with Jay Z and Nelly Furtado. <laughs> you dig? And them, 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 them joints with Nelly Furtado hit. Mm-hmm. Promiscuous hits. You know. So I mean, I'm probably gonna lean. Towards Tim a little, I mean towards Timberland, just a teeny little bit. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm gonna say Swiss Beats just because. Why not? 
Jason drive the wedge. What about Shamar? I, I still think it's going to be a draw. Draw? Mm. Yeah. I, I'm leaning towards that. I think the, the, the energy with DMX right now is in Swiss Beats' favor. But yet again, Timberland's bag is so deep. Yeah, I might, I might, I might agree with Shamar a little bit. I'll, I'm gonna still take Timberland, but a draw wouldn't, wouldn't be bad. I, I, I honestly, because DMX and um Snoop, I picked Snoop because I thought Snoop's bag was deeper. But when they did it, it was a draw to me. Mm. So, yeah, and DMX, I like DMX more than Snoop. So, yeah, yeah so, fair enough. Fair enough. So we got a draw. We got Tim, and we got Swiss. <laughs> But the last one, you know, since this is the kind of a this or that type vibe, not official, but, you know, Nutella or peanut butter. I'll let the two of y'all talk because y'all was, y'all was talking about this earlier, bro. Yeah. Y'all can talk this one. Uh, I mean, go ahead, Chris. All right. Well, I think just like overall, like peanut butter is like better, like, like the one I would keep is peanut butter. Just off the pier, like uh, utility of it. I'm gonna use peanut butter and multiple things, but I'm gonna just use like Nutella just if I want to like taste chocolate for breakfast. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. Like Nutella is very overhyped in my opinion. Like all it is is chocolate and hazel- chocolate and hazelnut. Yeah, that's all it is. Nothing like, don't special. Get, about like it's it. delicious, but it's just like I'm. Like, like it, it, it really just has like one means for me though. Yeah, like peanut butter, brother. You can put peanut butter almost. Let me not say almost everything, but peanut butter goes on a lot of things. Yeah, Nutella. I mean, the only thing I can think of is like a sandwich and like the little, little, uh, little Nutella sticks that people used to always have at lunch. That's the only thing. The two things I can think about with Nutella. Something like dessert, like or something too. Maybe. Yeah. Other than that, like, eh. but if I want chocolate, I'll just go get a Hershey bar. Like, I don't need yeah. Nutella. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh. Damn. This is the first thing we agree on today because I have to go with peanut butter. Um. Peanut butter is like, it, well, it's the easiest. Like, it's just like you can use it for different things. I can use it for crackers. I can use it for peanut butter sandwich. I can use it for soup. Yeah. Talk to my Ghanaian people. Yeah, that peanut butter soup, dog. Yeah, peanut butter soup. So hey. I was like, I can use it for more things. Nutella, bro, when it came out, when I first ate it, I was like, oh my God, it tastes amazing. You know, just that yeah. first reaction, because you never, because I've never had like, chocolate like in a paste form. But yeah. it's like, it's only used for like maybe one or two things. Yeah. I only put it on crackers. That's it. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, it like, tastes good, don't get me wrong, but it's like, I could do without it. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I could I could put peanut butter and jelly on my cracker. Just uh, as good as not better. You know what I'm saying? It's just good. It's good. It's, it's uh, you know I buy it occasionally, but uh, peanut butter and je- peanut butter, especially with some jelly, I take mm-hmm. that any day. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, no, it's it's hard. It's hard to like compare like the two too, because it's just like it's just like Nutella is literally just like I could go for some chocolate type thing as opposed to like a peanut butter. It's like you could literally use that for like. A multitude of things. Yeah, I, I see the I see it as a the Nutella is like occasionally. Yeah, and I'm like peanut butter. You need that's something I could go 
a lot. You know, I need that. So, yeah. Give me a second, y'all. Give me a second. But, yeah. I mean, that's that, you know, for our show. Let me just let me just get this out of the way real quick. Uh, let me, let me well, see. I got a question. Not a really question, but to mm-hmm. bring it back to the Mount Rushmore debate. Yeah, this is. So, I just thought of three, like, just randomly. Okay, go. So would you, okay, so first one, would you put Kanye on the honorable, honorable mention? Not saying he's not, because he's definitely not. I'm not saying he would be on it, but I think he's a case for honorable mention. Yeah, yeah. Yes, he's a case for honorable mention. The reason why, because, uh, sh- shout out to Dion. He said Kanye should be on there. The only reason why I'm not putting him on there, after Jesus and after, has just been a roller roller coaster. But my, but my beautiful dark twisted fantasy and watch the throne, those are. Yeah, those I don't know. See, Jesus wasn't even that. Like Jesus wasn't like the like the first couple of albums, but it still wasn't that bad of an album. What Jesus, bro? Honestly, like Jesus is it's not great. It's not bad. I think it's good. It's like a middle. It's like an okay. average album. It's like nothing special, but it's good. I, I, it's good I, know, I know we're on time, but like, what tracks did you really like? Because Jesus to I me, like, good songs. Bound isn't that just the one with Bound Two and and Blood and on the, the leaves. leaves? Those two. That's <laughs> it, bro. No, there's another. One. Hold up. Guilt I'm not gonna do I'm, I'm gonna go, We gonna go through this. I'm, kind, I'm kind of in between y'all because like I heard it and I thought nothing of it. I am a god. Terrible. Oh yeah, I hated that one. <laughs> Black skinhead is solid. Don't ah see. I like it. Okay. That's three songs for me, and now that's all it takes for me to think of a decent album is three songs. Three songs, dog. On side, but that's fair enough. That's oh. fair. Like it's not. I'm not saying it's special, but at the same time, but then Life of Pablo too. Like that one's okay. Well, that one's decent. But then everything after that, then like yeah, you lost me. Well, yeah. it's only been the gospel album. But production. No, no, no. He, he produced Daytona. Yeah. Daytona. All right. For you, that for you, you love that. I mean, no, I no, listen to Daytona. No, no. Daytona for like, for people that are Pusha T and like. Yeah. That's like, whoa. For his production. And then uh, what other? He did the Tiana Taylor thing too. Yeah. yeah like he's, yeah, I was yeah. so saying, like, he, he's a good case for all I mentioned. Yeah. The yeah, second yeah. guy, ASAP Rocky. Here's the thing with ASAP Rocky. Here's the thing about ASAP Rocky that I have to say. Is he more known for the music or the fashion? But it's all about the influence you bring. So, like, music-wise, I'd say early 10s. I yeah. mean, he was popping. Like, he was part of that. He had the song with uh, Kendrick, F- 2 Chains, and, uh, and Drake. Yeah. So, he was he was up there. But then, like, he's almost one of the people that he kind of just, like, plateaued. And it's just kind of like, he just started, like, getting yeah. left behind. Because nice early to mid-10s, Solid all the way through that. Then just like solid, just like a straight drop off. You know, you know what I'll say. The guy that looks like him, Travis Scott. He's another. Oh yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. we had more time. Travis we wouldn't do go longer. Travis Scott is was when he reached to he, a certain point. He was whoo. Was two two was it two three years ago? With yeah, the, when uh, uh, Astro World. Astro World oh, came out, but he had other Drake, albums though? too. Was that, was that 2018 was or 2017? Astro, I think, was 2018. I think it was 18. Yeah, yeah. Like a like, 
That record, uh, I forgot the name of the what song. Come out, he had something come out 2017 too, though, right? Yeah, he had uh, well, he had time. Uh, what song are you talking about? Antidote. No, I, I thought he had like a project come out 2017. So, yeah, Astro World came out 2018. He had Huncho Jack, Jack Huncho. That okay. came out 2017. Yeah. Okay. Birds in the Trap. Rodeo. Yeah. Rodeo. Okay, man, I was thinking Birds in the Trap, maybe. Birds in the Trap. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I get those goosebumps every time. Yeah. 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 Like Travis Scott, is he's another one. Like, I want to say he could probably contend for that fourth spot. Not like he is a hard battle to fight, but that's another one. And then Tyler the Creator. Now, he's he he. Uh, okay, Tyler the Creator. He's a weird one for me because the early, the early Tyler the Creator was very out there, different, different. But it was a hey, he was popping in the early two thousand, like that early high school stage. He was popping the early high school stage, but he's one of those acts that, like, in the middle of the twenty tens. It was like, eh. And then at the end. He came back. He came back with some, like, but that album too, I I really can't. He went to extreme. Like, he went from, like, a hardcore disrespectful out, like, like, a, you know Hopskin or Hopson? Yeah. Hopskin? Yeah. That type of rapper to, like, a Eurocentric musical dude at the end. I, I don't know how to, how he... Hey, it he's worked. A, he's a man. He's a it man worked, of culture. Though, but I don't know how he was able to shift like that. Nah, like I, I think Todd Creator is valid, valid idea. Yeah, yeah. Because it's just like the fact that he made that huge transition and was still huge, won an award. Yeah. <laughs> so well, I mean, it just I, I shows first, you how malleable of an artist he is. No, because at first, when he first came out, they wanted to ban him from places. Oh yeah, I remember. Bro. Remember, I remember. They, they were like, he's because he. I'm not even going to say what he used to say, but he used to say some words that you can't say. Yeah, like he's he's lucky cancel culture wasn't out then. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I don't know if they could cancel him. His his troll power is too strong. Yeah, it's troll. Like, uh, have you seen his freestyle on Funk Funk Master Flex? You know I have. <laughs> yeah, I'm like nigga. I mean, brother, you don't go on Flex doing that. But I like the fact that Shamar, you added a whole nother. You know, we're gonna add this. We're gonna put this somewhere. Yeah. We're gonna put this someplace on IG. But anything else? Uh, oh, we good. We good. No, all I was gonna say is, you know, uh, just uh, everybody out there, we appreciate you supporting, and uh, we got a few things like Peter said at the top of the show that we uh, working on behind the scenes, and a few other things. So uh, we yeah. uh, ask that you stay patient with us and whatnot. Stay tuned, man. We got we got you know a lot in the works. We're working. We're working, we're working. But that's that for the show, man. We will be on YouTube on th- at 3.15 on Monday. <laughs> Please subscribe, like, and comment. Um, you can catch us on all podcast services. Um, we're on Pandora now. Um, our social media page is Out of the Berg on IG. Out of the Berg Pod on Twitter. My personal is at Kofi Peter, Peter which is K-O-F-I. P-I-T-A on Twitter. It's the other way around. So it's Pita Kofi. Chris? You catch me on Twitter at Big Chris underscore five. Se- no, it's, yeah, Big Chris underscore five seven, I think. And then you can catch me on ID at Chris Kelly five seven. Shamar. 
And you can find me on everything, sham underscore wild 12. Like we say, stay black, stay woke, keep your mentals better. Get them checked out. We love you. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Out of the Break podcast. We're available on all podcasting platforms, and we ask that you like, comment, share, and subscribe, as well as hit that notification bell. That way you'll be notified whenever we release a new video. And as always, we like you, we love you, but we got to go. Bye.